0: Hello everybody and welcome back to Spudcast episode 13. In today's episode I'm going to be talking about the Man, the Man City v Liverpool game with uh, special guest Paul Thilson. Paul, how are you doing?
1: I'm good thanks Star, how are you?
0: Good, good. Are you enjoying your uh, Easter holidays?
1: Yeah, it's good. It was a nice break. Getting a bit of studying and doing stuff.
0: Yeah, st- yeah, yeah, great. And uh, did you obviously watched this game, did you? Yeah,
1: I thought it was a great game.
0: Okay, so I'm just gonna jump straight into it. Is that alright? Yeah, that's grand. Okay, so, um, there was some. So I'm just gonna uh, start off at the key moments with some of the goals. So obviously, uh, the city took the lead early on. What did you think of the goals thread? Again, you think it was just high quality goals, or what was your view on? Them?
1: I thought some of them were good quality, and some of them weren't as good. I thought the Roy's first one, uh, I was. Like, it wasn't the best goal. I don't think it would have gone in without the deflection. But I don't think Liverpool's defence was very good. Like, it just took the free, the quick free kick. And we didn't really seem ready for it. Like, if you, watch it, if you re-watch it back, like, the Brodinghardt just jogs past Fabinho and then just takes the shot. And, unfortunately, it deflects off Maddox and goes in.
0: Yeah, and... Sorry, one sec. Uh, and, obviously... Uh, obviously, then Liverpool did respond with the goal from Diego Jota. I think that was class, though, from Trent. The way he just cushioned it down for a shot to slot it in what what did you think of it did you think it was just another quality goal
1: yeah I thought it was a great goal uh, I think it was lucky because Ederson did get to it so it was kind of a lucky that it did go in but uh, I thought it was a great pass from Trent and I thought the cross from Robertson into the back post was a good like pass as
0: well and then obviously just <clears throat> before the break um, City went 2-1 ahead with the goal from Gabriel Jesus well, I thought that was a really good finish a really cold finish kind of <clears throat> a real, real, just a stri- real striker's instinct for the finish. The just the movement of the box was great and a great finish over Allison. Did you think that was a good goal or did you think it was? I thought,
1: oh uh, yeah, I thought it was a great finish, as he said. Uh, I think they took advantage of again Liverpool not really being ready. Uh, just they just like they just had a corner and the ball went out and then before even Liverpool really even knew what was going on, the ball was in the back of the net.
0: Yeah and then obviously Liverpool I thought in the first half were kind of off it they weren't at their very best and they were lucky maybe that City didn't take the advantage maybe going two or three up in the first half but then in the second half it was the once again the Salah and Mane combination we saw that that they did that in the first game and it was just a class from Salah and Mane again and Mane to finish it off to obviously get Liverpool back on level terms but I just thought the pass from Salah into Mane was just world class what did you think did you think it was just a great goal did you prefer the did you, did you um, sorry did you for the goal or the pass what did you think was better I just thought the pass was class I thought they were both class like it was a brilliant
1: composed finish from Mane but it was a great pass from Salah like an inch perfect pass I'd probably say I think the pass was better just because like he only had like a second to decide what he was going to do and he already could just see the run that Mane was going to make I just thought that was very good from
0: yeah, and obviously, people have kind of been talking about Salah. He hasn't been right, I don't think, for a few weeks now. Obviously, look, he's having an outstanding season. But ever since kind of AFCON, since he's come back from it, he hasn't really been at his very best. And obviously, when uh, obviously getting Egypt being knocked out of the World Cup... Wasn't easy for them as well. Again, against Senegal on penalties, and obviously with all those lasers being flashed in his eyes. What do you think's going on? And obviously there's a contract situation. But what do you think's gone wrong with Salah just in these last few weeks? Obviously he's still performing at a very high level. I think he's quite tired because he's played so many games. But what do you think's going on with him?
1: Yeah, I agree with you on that point. I'd say that he has played a lot of games in the last few months, and it kind of has been since like Afcon, since losing the final that he has he hasn't looked the same. But well, I'm not really sure what's going on. It could be the contract, like that could just be a thing in the back of his mind. But no, hopefully now, like with Liverpool trying to chase the title, he could step up and kind of get back to the level he was at before. Come.
0: Yeah, I mean to be fair, there's never been a season where Salah has not has been bad. He's just his his stats every season have been really, really good. And obviously, look, the contract situation is is the problem is a problem as well. Obviously, you probably want to get over the oh, get it over the line. But do you think? you should give Salah the money that, he's off, that he wants. But then, the problem with that is, I would find, is the likes of maybe Van Dyke or Joel Matip or some of those, or Trent, or some of the big players in your team will want the same as him. What's your view on it?
1: I think it's a very complicated situation because I think he is an amazing player. Like, you know, like on his day, he could be even considered one of the best players in the world. Uh, I just think it's very kind of complicated because... It is a lot of money, but he is a world-class player. And obviously, you want to keep him at the club. But obviously, as you said, if you give him the money, then other players might want it as well. So I think, overall, it's just a very confusing situation for the club and for Salah.
0: Yeah, it is. It's a very tough um, situation at the club at the moment. But, um, so I'm going to move on to the next section. I'm just going to talk about individual performance. What players caught your eye in this match, especially? I really thought Thiago was really, really good in that midfield. I thought he controlled the ball really well. He kind of ran the midfield in that in the second in the second half, especially. Who was your kind of star performance in the overall in the match? I was actually going to say Thiago as well. I think
1: like he's probably one of the best, most technical, technically gifted footballers in the world. Like some of the passes, like not even just from uh, the City match. Like just in the last like few weeks, so, I've like, been watching a lot more of the matches. Like, his, some of the passes, he just pulls out of nothing or just, like, world class. And, like, I thought he played... I thought he really showed that in the match over the weekend. Uh, I thought Allison had a good game as well. I think he kind of let himself down by giving the ball away a bit and kind of messing around at the back, but I thought he had some quality saves, especially early on with the Sterling. I thought that was a great save. Like, that was that was only within, like, two minutes. And that would have really, like... I think if, had that gone in so early I think it would have had a really bad impact on the game and I don't think it would have ended the way it
0: did you yeah, know you're obviously right yeah. Thiago I have to admit since he's come into the league I think he's been really really impressive and I think Alisson I think Alisson's the best goalkeeper in the league now obviously De Gea <clears throat> people may argue that he's better but I actually think Alisson is better, because I think Alisson has the best, he's the best all-round goalkeeper, you you can maybe talk about, the Hayes, probably the best shot stopper in the league, but when you look at distribution, composure, Alisson is so composed, I've never seen a keeper as well, and he's just, it's his his all-round game, he's just outstanding, outstanding keeper, and he's been so good for Liverpool, so consistent. Now, like I said, uh, obviously, Thiago, yeah, I think he, I think you're right as well, I think he's one of the most technically gifted midfielders, in the fact that his, the range of passing he has is unbelievable. and But another player I want to talk about is actually Kevin De Bruyne because I think this season he's actually been really, really good. I think he... Since, I, I, I've said this myself. I think since Bruno's come into the Premier League, I think I think his stats have just dropped down slightly, but I think he's starting to... He, he is the best midfielder at the attacking midfielder in the league, in my opinion, uh, and a lot of other people's opinions, but I think he was another star performer as well. I think he was brilliant. Uh, obviously, he... he he did get the goal um, but I just think he's really come back this season with a bang what do you think of that?
1: Yeah I agree with you there I think especially since Bruno I thought at first when Bruno came in like De Bruyne's as you said De Bruyne's stats kind of dropped I think that's what kind of caused the debate about who was better like who would just take like at your club but I think over the last couple of weeks maybe months he's really come back to his best that he's had at City and he's really shown just how good he is especially like Despite him getting a goal, I didn't think, like, the shot wasn't great. If you looked at it from the angle, I, it was probably going to go straight at Alisson. I think, like, at the end of the day, of course, the goal was a goal. But I thought, just apart, even apart from the goal, he had a great game. Like, he was running the midfield. And it was actually a good battle to watch him versus Thiago kind of running the two midfields.
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, obviously, there was so many, there's so many outstanding players in both teams. And it was a great, great midfield battle to watch as well. Um, another, <clears throat> this was, in my opinion, was the biggest moment of the game. So I'm just going to move on to uh, the biggest chance I think for City to win it, and that was the Riyad Mahrez miss, where he absolutely blasted it over the bar. What was your heart in your mouth when he got that true ball? What was your, what was your reaction when you when he missed? Were you just delighted that he missed? Or obviously that was a huge moment in my opinion that decided the game. What was your, what was your thought on that miss?
1: Yeah. I thought he probably should have done better. When I first saw the through ball going through, I was really worried because, like, I think to be honest, I think if he had scored that and they won the game, like four points ahead, seven games left, their games are a bit easier than ours. I'd say like you would have been very confident that they would have gone on to win the league. So I'm happy that obviously he missed, so that we're still in good contention.
0: Yeah, obviously it was a huge miss, and all, obviously all he had to do was really chip it over Allison, but he decided to absolutely leather it over the bar. Um, obviously, there was, <clears throat> obviously, there was some really quality goals. But uh, another thing was, what do you think of... This is a bit of a weird one, but what do you think of Gabriel Jesus? Obviously, City don't actually play with a number nine. Um, they play with fast nines, but they don't like playing with an out-and-out striker. Do you think he has a future at the club if they bring in Haaland? But I actually think he's a really, really good striker. I think his movement off the ball is good. He's got great pace, great skill. Well, I think the future for him is, because he's always been a very talked about striker at that club. It's it's almost as if Tret, uh, sorry Pep doesn't trust him to uh, play week in week out.
1: I agree with you. I think he is actually a great striker, and he could, uh, but he could do very well in the future. But I don't really think it will work out at City for him. I just don't think they play the right style of football. Like uh, even at the weekend, we saw he was kind of playing on the right hand side, and yeah, he got a goal. He got his goal, which I thought was a great finish, and he was very composed about it. But I don't think, if you don't play him in, just up front in the normal striker role that he's supposed to play, like that's his position, you'll never get the best out of him. So I think that he's done, he's a brilliant player, but I don't see him at City like as a long-term thing. Like I'd say in the next maybe two, three, maybe two, three years, maybe even the next year, he'll probably go to another club that play with a proper striker because I'd say he'll probably want to play in his proper position.
0: Yeah, so obviously, <clears throat> yeah, he's, another, he's a great striker. But this is just a quick fire question at you. Who would you love Liverpool to bring in in the summer? One, just your dream transfer you just wish the club would make?
1: There's a good few. I think there's one that really stands out with kind of Thiago. He, like, he was a great midfielder to bring in, but like he's not really a long term solution just because of his age, and Henderson's kind of getting old as well. And, like, even the likes of the people on the bench, like, sometimes Millers on the bench. Like, he's also, like, he's gone quite old now. Like, I don't think we'll have many more years with him. So, i personally love us to bring in Jude Bellingham. I just think he's a great young player. Watched him over, I didn't really know too much about him until the Euros in the summer when I saw him playing for England, and I thought he did well. Uh, he got subbed on and I think, it was the Croatia match, and I thought he looked very composed on the ball, and he was a good dribbler. And I saw, I've seen a few clips him from Dortmund. There was one earlier the season where he just went on that amazing dribble and it looked like no one could even get near him. So for me, it would have to be Jude Bellingham to fit into the midfield.
0: Yeah, no, I think he would be a great transfer for you. Obviously, he's really, really good all around um, midfielder. He can defend, he can go forward, he can create, he can score. And obviously, with the likes of Jordan Henderson now getting into his 30s and Milner, who's 34, 35 now. Uh, obviously Fabinho coming into 27, 28, Tiago, 29, Oxley Chamberlain, he he's still, you know, he's still young, but he's getting twenty six, twenty-seven. So all these players are starting to age. So yeah, you, you are definitely <clears throat> midfielder is probably what you would really would need. Um and kind of the, the, the big point now is who do you think is gonna win the title? Because there's I think there's only a few games left and obviously I've been looking at the run of games that both teams have and Liverpool still have to play. They still have to play United United, and Spurs and City don't have to play which we would uh, say any of the top six teams really so obviously City maybe have the <clears throat> better run of games but what do you think? Do you think City will win it or do you think Liverpool will win it? Who do you think going to win it? I
1: think it's going to be very tight right down to the wire. I think it could. I think right now it could go either way. Um, I think if City were out of the Champions League which obviously they're not they're playing at Atletico tonight and it looks like they'll most likely go through I think it'll be a hard game tonight well, I'd say overall I don't think Atletico will be good enough to stop them going through but I think it's going to be really tight but I'd say Liverpool might my edge it just on the pure fact that I think Sydney are going to be so focused on the Champions League uh, an argument against that point would just be like, how good their squad that is, but I think some of their key players, like, De Bruyne, like, players that are starting every game, Ruben Diaz, I know he's injured at the moment, but he's, he would be one of their key players, to like Cancelo and Walker, who do so much running up and down, the, as, like, kind of, as the full-backs they are, like, they're very attacking full-backs. I think they're going to get very tired, and I think there has... I, I think they have one more slip up in them in the league. No, I can't really see Liverpool slipping up, despite Liverpool having the harder games. Like we have to play, our hardest games would clearly be like United and Spurs out of the next few. But I'd say if we can get through both of them without drawing or losing, it's probably back us to go on and win it because I think City have one more slip up in them.
0: Yeah, a lot of people are saying that City's main focus maybe this season will be the Champions League. And obviously, the quadruple could still be on for Liverpool, a very, very, tri- very tricky thing to do. I don't think you have to be, like I've said it loads of times to myself, <clears throat> you have to be full pelt 100% every match. But no, I do agree with you that uh, City could slip up in the league, even though with the easy run of fixtures they may have. But I just think, obviously, like you're saying, I think their goal this season, obviously, they will like to, obviously, want to lift another Premier League. But I think the Champions League is something they really need to win because they have no history in that competition yet compared to Liverpool have won it six or seven times and all the other big clubs that have won it. But no, I definitely do agree with you. I definitely think, in my opinion, I think Liverpool are going to win the league. I just think they're going to have... I think when you're the team that is chasing, I think you have the more momentum, if you know what I mean. And I just think that puts pressure on the team above you who may slip up. And then look, obviously, before coming into this Man City game, Liverpool won 10 Premier League games in a row. That's incredible. And, obviously, City run a great one. But I just think Liverpool are just going to se- edge it this season in winning the Premier League title race. And, obviously, it's been a great title race to me, It's I do think it's going to go right down to the wire. But who do you think going to win the Champions League, then? Do you think it's going to be City or Liverpool? I'd say, unfortunately, I'd say it will
1: probably be City because... To match my point with them maybe slipping up in the Premier League, i say they definitely, like, if they get through tonight, they'll have three games left in the Champions League. And those, they're the three games that they'll want to win more than anything. Like, they'd probably, I think, just think they're going to be so focused on the Champions League that they'll slip up in the Prem, but I think that will mean that they'll go on to win the Champions League.
0: You know, I do agree with you. I think they, I think Liverpool to win the title and City to win the Champions League. Just one more point I want to point out. Um, So between the, between both teams, do you think, um, who was your, sorry, who was your man of the match in the whole match? That obviously between City and Liverpool, who was your man of the match?
1: I think it was tough because as I said, as we were talking about earlier, I thought Thiago and De Bruyne were played very well. I thought Walker did okay and kinda of kept um kinda of kept Mané quiet. I know he obviously got his goal in the start of the second half, but I don't think they were switched on properly. I thought Cancelo had a decent game as well, but I'd say probably my man of the match would probably be I Just thought he did so well in the midfield and like obviously he didn't get a goal or anything. But just before the Jolly goal we were kinda of sitting back and all of a sudden he just played some mad pass out to I think I can't remember if it was Trent. Sala on the right hand side and that kind of started the whole team move so for me it would be Thiago
0: Thiago yeah that would be that would be a very fair player to give man of the match I think he's been I thought he was man of the match myself in that game as well I thought he was unbelievable on the ball and he really really composed the midfield when the midfield needed composing I think that's what he does Thiago he, he's that one man on the ball who can put his he can put his foot down on the ball and say you know he, he can dictate a game but he can also control the game in midfield as well anyways it was great, Paul, having you on this episode. Um, obviously, I don't want to keep it too long because I want you, obviously, to go off and watch the match and enjoy the Liverpool Liverpool v Benfica game. Obviously, hopefully, hopefully, hope for you, Liverpool, get into the semi-finals. Um, but no, it was great having you on the podcast, man.
1: Thanks very much for having me on. I really enjoyed it.
0: Thanks. Uh, do you have anything to say or?
1: Not really. Just hope Liverpool do well the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a very exciting title race. Thanks very much, Bob. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening, guys.